Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You could just let it play all afternoon, couldn't you? What a fantastic song. The Cordettes and Lollipop going back to 1958. Would you believe it? And I suppose you're wondering in late lunchland today why we're playing that song to introduce the show. Well, look at a little challenge. Louise has posed me a wee challenge. Tell them the story. It's around lollipops, isn't it? You were thinking about lollipops and... Opening them. Yes, the struggle is real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Lollipops are always associated with kids. Yes. But for the life of me, I don't know how children open some of the lollipops. Because they're wrapped that tightly. Oh, they are, yeah. You, like, you need a knife, you need a scissors. <laughs> you nearly need a blowtorch to get in with some of them. Your teeth. Oh, no, they'd, they'd, they'd probably fall out. Oh, geez, no wonder I have no teeth because I use my teeth to do so many things, to open things, going fishing, biting lead, cutting lines, you name it. I'm sure they're destroyed. Anyway, uh, we're going to do a little challenge in a yes. moment, folks. But do you remember from your childhood, had your favourite lollipop, one that you really loved? I like the fizzy ones. I don't know the name of them. They're they're orange and they're fizzy. Okay. Are they, and they're are, flat. They're are, not round ones. Are they're they flat like? Ones. Are they like the coin? Flat like a coin. Yeah, like they're flat like and, a coin. And fizzy. Yeah, and they're kind of dark orange. I remember. I remember one. It was a, a real deep red one, and it had a green streak through it. You oh. know, it's, it was say strawberry on the outside, an apple inside, and I can remember Anna Finnegan in our shop. They used to come in big jars. You know what I mean? They weren't wrapped in plastic. She used to put her hand into the jar and pull out two or three of them. You know what I mean? To, to sell to you. Was there anything on them? Was there any paper? No, no, they were in jars. They were loose lollipops in jars, oh. white stick and a little red, and and that green. And they changed colours as. The more you kind of... Well, you got into them. the green, yeah. As you, you sucked them, you had the strawberry and then you got the flavour of the apple. Listeners might know what I'm talking about. Those Sounds like Willy Wonka stuff, doesn't it? It is. Well, there is one. I was looking. There is one at the moment called a traffic light lollipop. It's red. Mm. But as you suck it, it turns orange. And as you suck the orange, it turns green. <laughs> red, orange, green. Just like traffic lights. I think like it's dark lights. green. Well, I think it starts red. You know what I mean? It It should be the other way around. It should be the other way around. Maybe it is the other way around. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, And and of course, when you talk about lollipops, I don't know whether people would remember Kojak. Do you remember Mm, Kojak? Vaguely. I I think I'd know him more from posters and pictures than I would from actually watching him. 
Telly Savalas was Kojak. Mm. It was a big cop program, TV show years ago, made in the States, 70s, I'd say, into the 80s, perhaps. And Kojak always sucked a lollipop. Was it the same lollipop from start to finish? Uh, well now that's a good question that's another challenge we must take on like we did with the sweet to oh, see yeah. how long you can make the lollipop last anyway Kojak loved his lollipops and again folks checking it out earlier today you can still buy Kojak lollipops they're on sale still online you can get them as well um, what flavour did he did he did, did he have I don't know what he, what, what he liked lollipops had you a favourite lollipop let us know today what's that one that Louise is talking about the fizzy one like a coin around or do you remember that one 086 I think you can still get them can you yeah yeah can you okay 086-1800-658 whatsapp or text us on the show we'd love to hear about you and the lollipop you absolutely love to lick and of course you try to make it last as long as you could we had nothing you don't even get a few lollipops she'd be delighted sucking away there for as long as you could and the trick was never to Bite them. Oh, yes. Don't bite them. Don't bite them. Try and keep... <laughs> definitely wouldn't have any teeth. It's, it's not easy. Anyway, we have a challenge, folks. Look, yep. we're going to do the Chupa Chups challenge on late lunch this afternoon. Look at them. Louise brought in a bag of them here. Look at me. I made you-know-what at the top of it. Anyway, you can see the Chupa Chups. We're so, even wearing a lovely orange top. Well, no, that's by Chupa pure Chupa. accident, to be honest with you. Anyway... I'm going to take out one. The green one. What's this? Apple. This is an apple flavour. Do you know what I noticed? I've just seen on this. Look, where is it? Turn mm. around. It's no, you. You shouldn't uh, give these to children under five years of age. Mm-hmm. That's very important to say. It's on. It's on the lolly here, and we can understand that. So, what do you want me to do? Don't do touch you anything to... yet. Okay, I'm going to yet. get out my little stopwatch here. Here it is. And when I say go, I want you to try and open that lollipop without using your teeth. Okay. Just with your hands. I promise. And no. see how long. Okay. You, you, you could be a whiz. It could take you maybe 10 seconds. But in my experience, it takes me like three days. Oh, no, no. It doesn't take that long. But <laughs> I'm looking at this here and it is fairly tightly wrapped, I have mm. to say. This is going to be a job, especially down along the little stem of the, the little uh, stick of the pop here as well. I have no, nothing else. It's going to be just my no nail fingers mm. uh, and me trying to open this. No scissors, no teeth for sure. Nothing like that. So are we ready to do the okay. Chupa Chups challenge on late lunch? You tell me when to ready? get going. Ready? Ready? Go. Go. Here I go. Okay. Let's try and start at the bottom here to get the plastic off the bottom. God, it is packed tightly. Look. Mm. And me with no nails. Seemingly there is a knack to it. I've heard some people saying, yeah, there is a knack to it. Oh my God almighty. This is going to be some job. Look at me here. I'm still trying to get the plastic down off the bottom of it. Hold on. I have it. I have it. I have it. I have it. I got it. Well done. How long? Just shy of 25 seconds. That's not bad, is it? That's brilliant. Can I do a Kojak? I thought it'd take the whole show. <laughs> That's that idea. Can I, can what I do we going to talk co- about now? <laughs> can I do a Kojak now? Hold on. Mm. <laughs> Let me have a taste of it now. Oh, apple. I love apple in a, in a, in a, in a pop. I love apple. I really, really do. Mm. So many seconds did I do it in? Just 24.99 Not bad. I'll tell you now. I I struggled. Look, on the stem of the the stick of the log, it it wasn't easy to get going there. But once I got it all, got it going there, it was away. Now, I've done it. Will you do it? Yeah. It'll probably, you'll probably have to come back to me at quarter past three. I'll still be struggling. (laughs) I'll give you my phone. Will you give me that phone? Because we're doing a little video in here with the chopper. Chups challenge at the moment so my phone is not available Louise is just going to bring me in her phone uh, Jerry and Louise internment feckin' going back lollies cost one old penny but two pennies for the toffee kind 
says Anne. Thank you indeed for that this afternoon. Now, Louise has just given me a timer here. We'll test ourselves now to see how she goes on. Tell Louise, says Flaming Eamon, cola pops. Is that what you're talking about, Louise? Eamon is just saying there, those fizzy ones. Was that a cola pop you were talking about? No? Oh, I don't know. It could be. He's but they weren't they weren't cola, cola flavoured though they were more orange but yeah. that just rings a bell for some, for some okay. reason okay um, there's another one in from Maggie uh, Jerry do you remember the Kojak lollipop who loves you baby yes we've just been talking about that Maggie a moment ago that is where and I think the one I've opened here this chuppa chup thing is uh, on the lines of the uh, the uh, one you're talking about there for Kojak uh, there's another one um, oh listen there's Brenda in Anagassin hi Brenda thank you for getting in touch with us today She's saying as well, just like Flame and Eamon, I think the pop, the lollipop that Louise is talking about, Jerry, is the fizzy cola one. And I love the Kojak ones myself. Great memory, says Brenda. And Brenda, you can still get them online. Your lollipop, your favourites. We're talking about them today. We've uh, just done one leg of the challenge. 25 seconds it's taken me to open the Chuppa Chups lollipop. Are you ready in there? Wait, no, I've lost your... <laughs> Jesus, I've lost your... come in and your, fix it. Your timer's gone here. <laughs> what are we like? Come back here again and fix this timer up for me, will you? This is live radio, folks. It really is. We're suckers. We're suckers for joy on late lunch always. Just open that there again for me, would you? Thanks, Louise. Mm. Do you know what you'll do? Come back in here and come to that microphone there. Come out of the studio there altogether. You can do it here in the studio too at myself. She's coming in beside me here. She's normally in Studio One. Quick, before this thing shuts down again, get in here. Here she comes with the lollipop. She's racing from Studio One to Studio Two. Here she comes, Miss Louise Walt, about to take on the Chupa Chup Challenge on Late Lunch Today. So, are, are, are you all right there, yeah? Yeah. Okay, you're, you're calm and collected there now, are you? Yes. Okay, are you ready then? Not shaking one Okay, bit. so... What flavour have you got there? I've got, I think it's strawberry. Strawberry, it's strawberry. okay. I have mm-hmm. opened the apple here. Okay, we're ready to go with this. Oh, jeez, the thing's gone off again. <laughs> here, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just start it. No, I'll start it for you. <laughs> Throw it over here now. Throw it over here and we'll do it. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here, here we go. go. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Miss Louise was. I get, can do this. On your marks. <laughs> get set. Go. And she oh, is dear. doing like myself. Louise Walsh can describe as working around the... Uh, the pop stick itself. <laughs> you have great actually, nails. You should be able to do this much quicker than me. I She's can't. a little bit nervous. Go on, don't, don't go, don't panic, don't I, panic. I'm not panicking. Keep I'm at just it, keep at it. That's that's a good idea. There. She's twisting the plastic. I'm just trying to loosen it. Trying to loosen it round the edge, and we're over twenty seconds at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> Winner, all right. Yes, and I know I'll be here to court. Come on, three. come I'm, on, I'm Louise. Doing this. Louise, hang on. Come on, come on. Open that pop. Open that chopper, please. We're not leaving this studio till you're done. <laughs> show could be cancelled today without the way we're going. You may, just, you may just leave the timer on and leave me I'll leave the timer on here. Yeah. We're over 40 seconds now. Come on, <laughs> will you? For the love of God. You're letting the side down. They will down. not move. You're letting the side down. Go on with your nails. Go on. I'm trying. Get them nails in there. Would you believe we're at a minute now, Miss Lou? <laughs> <laughs> I can do anything but open a chubba chubba. Oh, had, oh, 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 oh. You had feck all lollipops oh. in your day, I can just see. See, I would an accomplished lollipop man here. The chubba challenge is proving difficult. <laughs> I think I've arthritis in my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Louise, you can. Oh, yes, can. you can. Yes, I can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Nothing is impossible. <laughs> it's impossible, according to 
the thing we have in the bathroom. <laughs> Look yeah. at the time of the clock. We're even going by the break time. Go ahead, go on, keep going there, keep going there. You're doing a great job. Um, I'll read some messages here while you're still going there. Go on, go on, keep going. We are now up to one minute, 42 seconds. Time for news and yet? Louise has still made little impression on the plastic, on the chop up. Oh dear. Come on, Louise. Come on. We're Great, all with you. They're food. willing you on. They're willing you on in late lunch land. Oh, go, yeah. go, Louise. Actually. I've actually broken out into a sweat. Actually, go on. They're right. They, our listeners are right. Those those fizzy pops that you're talking about, I've just they got a the picture of them yeah. sent in here from the Planet Candy website. Right. And they are fizzy cola, those orange ones that you're talking and about. And they're there. much easier to open. <laughs> <laughs> I go on, stick it in your mouth and suck the plastic. Go on. Oh, 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 yes. Go on, go on. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Two oh, minutes, uh, 30 seconds, and she's still at the plastic no on the chopper pop. No wonder no kids <laughs> ever asked me to open their lollipops. I think we're making progress. Oh. I think we're nearly there. Oh, we're getting, yay! Two minutes, 39 seconds. I'm sweating. And the sweat is pouring out of her here. Look, just in case you think I'm joking, it was 2.39 when you stopped there. How, what, how long did it take me? 25 seconds. And I haven't a nail on me. <laughs> Look at me fingers. I haven't a nail on my finger with you. Look. Oh. And my thumb hurts now. <laughs> I must. I'll, I'll learn you. As, as people you say, I'll learn you. I'll get you down to the 20 second mark. Don't worry about How many, it. How many more are in there? I'll keep practising. <laughs> Sure, practicing. We won't see you for the rest of the week. Will you quit? Anyway, go back into your little, little, your little abode in there. Thank you for that. Look at that picture there when you go in, Louise. Yes, it seems that those, the fizzy cola, those orange ones you're talking about there. Let's take a short break as Louise recomposes herself. The Chopper Challenge on your late lunch. So many people have been on to us to say that those lolly, lollies you're talking about, and you see the pictures there coming yeah, in and WhatsApp, they're, they're the ones, aren't yeah. they? The fizzy cola pops, those Thanks round everyone. ones as well. Helen loves drumsticks. You know the drumsticks? Mm. It's a square one. So Don't it like is. Them. They're the chewy ones, aren't they? Yeah, 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 drumsticks. What's the one I was talking about? It's a little round one uh, and it has a, a crumbly mm. texture. You know the one I'm talking yeah. about? You get them in the in the little tubs that you give to the children at Halloween. Kind of look like those, a UFO. Yeah, you know those those lollies as well. They they they're something else. But you know, there's such a range of lollies. We were, I was looking at it this morning in the world from the little round coin size ones, the round ones like these, the Kojaks. I have to say, those um, chopper chops are really nice. They're lovely, aren't they? Aren't they? Now that I. Get they, unopened. They <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe I broke into a sweat opening a lollipop. You actually did. I did. I, I never. That's what I was born off me. You, you were under pressure. You were under pressure. Put him under pressure. Louise was under pressure. A lollipop. How many seconds? Says a lot about me. Doesn't how, many, it? how many seconds did I do it in again? Just under twenty-five seconds. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's a miracle. I thought you'd hammer me on that. I honestly did because. You, 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 you. I thought it'd take you much longer, to be honest. Yeah, and 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 really, I saw like yourself, but I just copped initially. You know, when you twigged it eventually, when you nicked the plastic down at the base of the mm. uh, of the top of the lolly, the bottom of the lollipop itself, and you get it going there, it's it's quick enough to get it done. Then, so it is. Yeah, it is. It's just tough. But to there you go. Off. There you go. Now you know how to keep Louise busy. Hundred <laughs> chub chub lollipop, and she'll be there for hours. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I just want to mention time is of the essence because we're looking for uh, the best retailers in County Mead. Mead's favourite local retailer. Chris Murray wants to hear from you by 7 o'clock this evening. Nominate your favourite local retailer. The one that goes that extra mile with a smile. Text us 086-1800-658 with your nomination. And if you nominate someone, we'll give you the opportunity to win a €100 Euro My Mead gift card to spend in any one of 400 local retailers in County Mead. <laughs> so get text into 086-1800-658 and let us know who should be crowned County Mead's favourite local retailer. Come on, get cracking on that. I see them coming in there already. Uh, that was a call from Chuppa Chuppa to Louise to say, in <laughs> the name train me of in. <laughs> God, what are you like? <laughs> anyway, coming up after two, we're going to meet John McSharry, a uh, former army officer who created a wonderful record some years ago and it still stands today. We'll talk to him about his life and times, but let's head up now in the company of the Lollipop Song to News and Weather It Too. My next guest on Late Lunch this afternoon spent 43 years man and boy in the Irish Army. He was based in Gormanston between 1983 and 2019. And he set a record while he was in the Army that lasts to this very day. And he's written about it in his new book called Unbroken. John McSharry, welcome to Late Lunch. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining me today on the show. What age did you go into the Army at? I was uh, 17 when I went into the Army. And... and did you want to be uh, an army man all your life? or uh, How did that come about? I wanted to go into merchant shipping and I actually went out of business. So I wanted to go into the Irish Navy and try three times and was told to go into the army and transfer over and I went into the army and the rest is history. You never transferred over. Yeah. You stayed on terra firma rather yeah. than sailing the high seas. Uh, do you remember, where were you stationed first and where did your career take you? I was stationed in Monon and I got a letter on the 23rd, 25th of March telling me to report to Cattle Brewer Barracks on the 23rd of March. So it was two days late when I went into the barracks and there was a sergeant there and he looked at me and he roared at me, you're AWOL. I didn't know what AWOL was. I thought he was calling me a wall, but it was after without official leave. Yes. And he put me on the truck that day. He got swore me in on the truck that night. I ended up in a place called Monon with a brand new barracks with central heat, which I'd never seen in my life before. And I had a penny in my pocket to phone at home. It was only payphones at the time. Mm. There you go. So you had your Dublin man, obviously, yes. Yeah. And that was the farthest you've ever, you'd ever been, was it, from home? I didn't even know where Monaghan was. <laughs> I left school at a very young age and thought I knew everything. Yeah. As you do. <laughs> but that was the start of uh, 43 years. Yes. Such a career. Yes. How many tours abroad did you do? I've done five. Where, where were you abroad? Where did you go? To Lebanon. All of the tourists yeah. to Lebanon. So you would be quite familiar with the tensions that are Absolutely. there at this point in time along the border there with Israel. Terrible. Terrible what's going on out there, you know. 
unbelievable. Mm. And when you were there, there was danger always, wasn't there? Oh, this tension always, always existed. Oh, always flashpoints. You never know. You could have a trip and nothing happens. It could be the last day. This was mad. Mm. And that's when people lose their lives at times. So you have to be so careful. So five tours of duty you did out did, there. Yeah. Incredible. And uh, when you were back here then, were you always based? I mentioned Gormanston. Uh, Gormanston was in, or uh, Monaghan was initially, and then Gormanston was the bulkier career where you spent time. Yeah, we used to do, um, we were on the border basically all the time. Yes. We used to do duties on the border. We could do, maybe up to 11 duties a month. So we used to volunteer to go overseas to Lebanon for a break, believe it or not. <laughs> From the border. So, there was a group of us. Uh, yes. Used to work in recce section with the armoured cars or stuff like that. Mm. Because those times, sure, I remember you guys guarding the um, money drops to the banks and everything. That was a big part of what yeah. you did, wasn't it? We done bank escorts, explosive escort, prison escort, cash escorts. We yeah, were on the go all the time. And as well, of course, patrolling the border at a time when the, the troubles were at their height. Absolutely, John. we're there for BSA. We're there for foot and mouth disease. The whole lot. Everything. The border was sealed. We'd seal it. That was it. You're part of a, what we would call a history of Ireland yeah. over nearly 50, 50 years. I'm sure you were found yourself in hairy circumstances, did you? Yeah. We had times. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Not easy. Like we, I, I suppose as citizens, we take things like that for granted and we don't realise how men and women put themselves in the front line. Now, listen, we're here today to talk about this unbroken record. So tell our listeners, what, rec- what record stood that you took on back in, in 1991? Um, it was a record that was set by B Company 4th Battalion Cork on the 12th of September 1944 when they uh, done 42 miles with a £40 pack and they done it in 11 hours and 49 minutes. And I happened to be just transferred down from Monaghan in 1983. I was in one of the, the old wooden huts in Gormanstown and I was reading on Cossendor with this record in it and decided I'd give it a go. And I completely, next day, forgot all about it and it was many years later when I was involved in the Pay Advisory Group with the Dermot Gleeson, uh, Pay and Conditions of Service of the Army, and I was down in planning and research in Dublin and researching statistical abstracts. When I was in doing some research, a load of books fell off the counter on Olden Costners, and one opened up facing up towards me was the record walk. So there and then I decided I have to have a go with this. So you, you knew about it in your mind going back yeah. and, and it was nearly meant. It opened in front of you. This Six years later. Yeah. In front of you again. Yeah. So you said, I am going to take on to this it, record. Yeah. And so it stood from 1944 until 1991. To, yes. That's a hell of a, a, a time to, for a record to stand. So again, take us through. You, you wear the full, full regalia, all your gear. All the gear and plus to, to wait. And I, I done it nonstop. No, no breaks whatsoever. And to carry your own water and rations. It's a lot of weight to carry. Yeah. So where did you go from and to? I started from Aniala and Count in Monaghan. Yeah. And finished in St. Peter's Church, the steps of St. Peter's Church. In the heart of Drogheda. In Drogheda, yeah. How many miles? 42 miles. And the record stood at what from 44? What was the record? Oh, 11, 11 hours, 49 minutes. And I'd done it in 10 hours, uh, 10 hours, 32 minutes. I was two minutes outside my estimated time. <laughs> because you yeah. actually... Uh, Estimated before you did this at all, and you put the estimate into sealed envelopes. Yeah. You sent it to journalists, including our own Ray Stone here, That's in correct. a sealed envelope, didn't you? That's correct. And you were only two minutes out. Two minutes out from your prediction. Yes. Why did you try this? Did you the time you did it? Was that the first time you did that route, or had you done it before? I was training with a forty-eight pound pack, and I was doing up to twenty-two miles. I done a walk from Dublin on seven hours forty-seven minutes with a forty-five pound pack. Heavier. 
again, yeah, with no rations. I had to carry my own rations with my own water. Mm. So I kind of knew I'd, I'd do the 42. So you had a good idea. So, yeah. you know, you just didn't decide to do this. There was a lot of preparation. Oh, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work in the vault. Yeah. And uh, non-stop walking fast. Was that it? I was walking at four mile an hour. And what I did is I had signs from one to eight. One that represented five miles up to eight, which was 40. And I had to hit that sign at one hour, 15 minutes, which means I was doing four miles an hour. Okay, so you knew you had if these markers a, along the I way. If I hit a one fifteen, I'm good. If it was too slow, I could burn myself out. Or if too fast, I missed the record. Who was with you? Had your team with you doing it? I had a great team with me. They stuck with me through the whole lot, from the organisation. From I'm talking from the civilian people as well as me mates in Garmison B Company, twenty seven battalion. Mm. Um, at least forty, fifty involved in the whole operation. Gave up their life, their time, for uh, free and. I was just looking at it. There's 11 of them no longer with us now. So ah. I said, it's time to put this down on paper. I always promised the lads we'd write something on it. Yeah. But it was a special unit. Um, any issues along the way, you know, on the roads that you... Can you remember the day well? Like November time, was the weather good? Was it bad? What was on, it like? On the day, believe it or not, everything went according to plan, the first walk. So I thought it'd be just the same the second walk. And the only thing that happened was the night before, I just couldn't sleep. I had everything planned to detail and then couldn't sleep and I thought I wasn't going to do it and the first say up to the halfway mark I thought I was going to fail did you? yeah I found it very very hard felt like giving up but I just had to push myself on and I got great encouragement from my team otherwise I probably would have given up even though you had been meeting those markers as you yeah. said it was still a mental struggle on the day it? on the day that's what happens that can happen mm. you kind of overcome it but mm. there you go and you marched in through the centre draw to the picture on the front cover is there you're passing the Moorland it, it, Cafe it, it, it was brilliant they had the guards at the place all sealed off we had uh, Vinnie Murray the famous Vinnie Murray from Dundalk played me in and um, the town was packed we had our armoured cars there uh, my unit turned out of course uh, my mother and father were there my brother was there I'm all gone now and all my mates were there which was a brilliant day and that evening we went around to the hotels and nightclubs and I think between the two walks, you brought in about £10,000 for the fourth floor in Drogheda and for the Catscon unit in Tal- uh, Tal- Crumlin Hospital. That was a lot of money back in 1991 yeah. to raise. What do you mean by the two walks? You keep saying the two walks. I don't. The uh, Dublin walk was the first one, was the tester. The, the tester. Tor- the 32 mile. I see. And then the big one was the... This to beat this record, this yeah. record that stood since 1944. Yeah, I it. see, I see what you're talking about there. And I, I, you sent me in, I see the press cuttings here, I have them, and all, all the papers had them as well. And we were was featured here on LMFM radio as well, what you correct. did back, back then. Um, what, why, why the hospitals? Why, why the children? What, why did you want to support them in particular? Because, um, I think it's at the time, times were hard. And they were trying to get a CAT scan and there was, there was a, I remember it was on the Late Late Show. Mm. We said, look, why not? We're doing it for charity. So the idea is you get more publicity, I suppose, as well. Yeah, yeah. So which you, it did. you helped locally uh, the Children's Ward here in Drogheda yeah. and uh, Crumlin. The 4 uh, yeah. Yeah, very good. So you, 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 you helped both with the money you raised. Now, here's the thing. The record you beat stood from 1944 to 1991. Yes. Your record still stands today from 1991. Yes. And I'm hoping some young soldier like that reads the book or whatever gets inspired and does it just as I was. Would you like to see somebody beat your I record? would love to. I've, I've, I've told them how to do it in the book. If they do what I've done, they'll, do it, they'll break it. 
So you're laying down a challenge today to the modern generation of Irish soldier yeah. to say, give it a go. Here it is. It's been there since 1991. Come on now and beat this record. Beat go. my record. Give it a go. Yeah. And you'd be happy to see that. Absolutely. Happen. Delighted. Delighted. And I'd love to see a plaque uh, presented to the guys down in Cork in the, before battalion. It is no more, I believe. But it'd be nice to have it, to have them honoured because that record is still in the Guinness Book of Record. There you go. There you go. You're living in Kilkelly in Mayo now. That's yeah, where, that's where you're based at this stage. Uh, that tragedy over there recently with the... Was it the public house collapsed? Yes. God, it was a miracle. You very, were very you, lucky. You know what happened there. Yeah, yeah, very lucky. It was a stroke of luck, wasn't it? That Absolute, no one died. Absolutely. Where is Kilkelly? It's near the airport, is it? It's between Knox um, Ryan and Knock Airport. Okay. In the middle. In a very holy part of the world yeah, there. I need a miracle down there at the moment. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> You're in the, the pub <laughs> trade yourself now. I am, I am indeed. Is it challenging even in absolutely. a rural area like that, yeah? Absolutely, yeah. Mm. Pubs have gone very quiet. Yeah. Um, not walking these mega distances now with packs on your back. I see no. you're into your motorbikes now. I do, yeah. I'm into the motorbikes, yeah. I've done, um, I've done Route 66. I've done Wild Atlantic Way. I've done John O'Gosha Land's End, a lot of Europe. Enjoy the motorbikes, yeah. It's handier than carrying that pack. A lot, a lot, a lot easier, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it is. A lot easier. <laughs> it really is. So what's happening with the launch? The book is called Unbroken because the record is unbroken. You have all the details in here. You have lovely pictures of the event. And as you say, you do tell somebody else how yes, to beat this record. W- this book has been launched where? It's going to be launched in Garmerstown Camp on Friday coming. Okay. Friday the 24th, which is actually a day after the 32nd anniversary of the walk. Yeah. And what um, time is that at? Uh, from seven o'clock onwards. And is it open invitation or no? It's 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 mainly uh, the, the lads are involved. Okay. So and uh, have, by invitation. Yeah, they send me on their address names and addresses. We can cater for so many people. No? Okay. So if you were involved in any way with that record setting yeah. back then, you're saying here today on LMF, particularly ex-soldiers. Yeah. Yes. You you're it. welcome to get in touch yeah. with John. How do they get in touch with you, John? Yeah, my my phone number is oh uh, you know, oh eight six one seven eight. Two 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 two, that's contact me that number no problem, and um, I'll get the names in and you're welcome. To come along. Per- only for them it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So if you listen today, you know John, you remember the record. You're any partner at oh eight six one seven eight double two double two. We have that number here, and he'd be. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about 
work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Delighted to see you on Friday. You're a mighty man for one man that that record still stands to today. You really, really are. And well done on the week. Thank you, It's lovely. And congratulations on holding the record for so long. And maybe we'll be back here sometime with somebody new and you if it is broken in the future. Thank you very much, Thank you for joining me on the show today, Uh, Jerry, I'm going to just wish a friend of mine a happy birthday. Uh, uh, Johnny Connolly is his name. And it's his 65th birthday today. Happy birthday, Johnny. We'll dedicate a song to you before the end of the show today. John McSherry, my pleasure. Thank you very much. It's time for our Two on Tuesday. Two on Tuesday. Playing the songs that just never quite made it to number one. But we were so close. I'd be number number one. one. We were so close. Two on Tuesday. Yes, time for our regular Two on Tuesday on your late lunch this afternoon. I have to say, even before it plays, I absolutely love this song. It comes to us from Annie Lennox and Dave Stewart, who collectively were known as the Eurythmics. Do you remember the huge number one they had? Sweet dreams are made of these. Oh, fantastic altogether. But uh, they had an album. The first album was so-so, but it was when they released their second album called Sweet Dreams. Then they really began to take off with a number of top 10 hits in uh, the UK and across the world indeed. Anyway... They didn't make it to number one with this one. Should they? We'll let you hear the number one in a few moments. But let's hear the two on Tuesday on your late lunch, November the 21st. Yes, it's your Eurythmics and Sweet Dreams. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? I travel the world and the seven seas. Everybody's looking for something. Our two on Tuesday, the Rhythmics and Sweet Dreams. I love that song. How did it not make it to number one? I don't know. Well, you may understand in a moment because let's have a listen to the song that blocked it from Top Spot. Yes, Bonnie Tyler, the big number one. What a power ballad that is. Do you know that record? It sold over six million copies uh, around the world. It was absolutely huge. And it was a blocker for Sweet Dreams, our two on Tuesday. Louise, which is for you? One, are you are you done with that lollipop? Did you open it yet? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you have it open. All, All right, gone. Okay. <laughs> Waiting for you to offer me another one. Oh, no bother. There's a load of them here in the back. But look, you know what? Hold It'll on. take me forever to open no, it. No, no, I'll open it for you. You're all right. all right. I'll open it for you even. Uh, which do you think? Two or one? Two great I'm gonna songs. I'm going to go with Bonnie. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah! It's a fantastic great number, song. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. totally clips the heart. It is absolutely timeless. Mind you, uh, any other time, you know, timing is everything with the release of songs. Uh, the other one probably would have made it to it number have, one yeah. spot because great song too. But there you go. I'll go with you on this one today. We Will are you? in agreement. Oh. Yes, we are in agreement. Bonnie Tyler song is simply fantastic. You're with late lunch on LMFM Radio. Up next on the show, a young Irish designer who's designing for the stars. Joining me now on Late Lunch is a young Irish fashion designer who's worked with the likes of Vanessa Hudgens, Megan Fox, Doja Cat and now, would you believe it, Megan the Stallion. I'm delighted to say hello on Late Lunch today to Rachel Maguire, a.k.a. Rashid. Hello, Rachel. <laughs> Hi, that was an incredible intro. Not at all. It's well deserved. Look at those names I've been dropping there. In the name of God, young woman, you're working with the greatest in the world at the moment. Well done to you. Uh, tell us about you and your background. Did I read somewhere in an interview you did that you actually dropped art when you were at school? Is that right? That is correct. I think they were putting a lot of focus on leaving their points and not doing subjects that are subjective and not enough focus on kind of what made me happy, you know? Mm. And, and, and then how, by extension, did this world open up for you? What happened? So I basically was studying fashion design in the Grafton Academy in Dublin and I just, you know, I wanted a big furry hat that I could not find on the market. So I made one for myself and everywhere I went, it was like, where'd you get the hat? Can I touch it? Can I try it on? So I just found a genuine niche and I felt the local desire for my hat and it was in my final year of college. So I very quickly jumped into it full time once I graduated and I would have been mad not to. I did not plan on starting a business. I'm in over my head, but I, I'm incredibly happy where I am. You should be really happy because what you've achieved in such a small space of time uh, is really, really wonderful. So it began with millinery, the the hats, but now uh, I mentioned Megan uh, there that you've been working with recently. It's boots with her. Yeah, well, it's not exactly millinery because it's a fabric hat, so it's made using my my sewing machines. Okay. And then I had my coats and my jackets in Brown Thomas just there for a stint for eight weeks. So my, my background is just in, you know, pattern drafting, dressmaking. Yes. So I'm. It, it just began with the hats. Like I said, I just found a genuine niche in the market and made one for myself. And it grew very, very organically. So I just kept going with it. I wanted to get as many people around the world in my hats uh, before rushing into new products and doing entire collections because I'm up against huge names. So I'm just taking it slowly and starting product by product and trying to just make noise along the way. You certainly are making plenty of noise. And I, what you say there is you're dressing the stars from tip to toe, from head to toe. Yeah, from literally warming their toes to their heads. <laughs> <laughs> Don't well, ask me what I do in the summertime because that's where I, that's where I need to figure out what I'll be doing then. <laughs> we leave that for another time. Tell us about, you know, when you uh, are contacted by one of those celebrities I mentioned there. Where do you find they pick up on you from? Where do they find out about you? Is it word of mouth? Is it online? Is it seeing other people, as you mentioned there, wearing your gear? It's a combination. Um, You really have to, at the beginning, soak up your pride and work for free. You need to send out free hats. You need to do a lot of research. Uh, Where are they living? What's their favorite color? Who is their personal assistant? Who is their sister? You really just need to get, you know, as as many kind of people that are 
influencing in the fashion world your product. And then as time goes on, you can be more selective with the jobs and people start to approach you. The likes of Doja Cat, who really changed my career because she credited me publicly, she just approached me. So it was one of those times that I really felt like, God, I'm working for free here. I'm giving a free hat to an influencer. I hope they tag me. Like it was one of those moments I didn't really know why I was doing what I was doing. And it led to the likes of Doja Cat. And that was a career defining moment. So you just have to keep going. And yeah. It'll happen. So that's your message today to anybody listening. You've got to give of yourself. Give for free initially. Once you get the endorsements, then you're away. Could you believe it when Megan the Stallion got in touch with you? Did, how did you feel? What was that like when she contacted you? Um, it's actually the second time they've contacted me. So um, a little lesson that I learned in this was move with grace because they we worked together in the past it was a huge project it fell through i was devastated i was up till 4 a.m every night working on something that never happened you know i there was there were details along the way with working with her that i could have kind of expressed how unhappy i was with how they dealt with me and i didn't i just moved with grace kept the faith kept positive a year later they contact me and they want five pair of boots <laughs> at the exact time that i'm working on product development on boots and looking to launch my product so it really just fell into place for me this time around and because i kept up a good rapport with her stylist they felt they could approach me again this winter in case people don't understand about Megan, she is the biggest female rapper in the world. Would listen to this, <laughs> 31 million followers. What a market potentially for you. Yeah, I mean, she didn't publicly credit me. So those 31 million followers did not know who wore, who made her boots when she posted the photo. But that is just the way it works these days. It's going to be very rare to find an A-list celebrity that is going to publicly credit you. What you have to do is create your own story around it. So once I got those images, I am contacting, you know, radio stations. Yeah. I'm posting them myself. You have to create your own noise because no one else is going to do it for you. Good on you. Oh, listen, you don't lose an opportunity like this for sure. Whatever you have to do to get the message yeah. out there. I know one thing about you as well. You know, when you think about fashion, you think about uh, Milan, uh, Paris, uh, London, you know, the big centres and that. You are handmade here in Ireland. D does that disadvantage you in any way being based in Ireland? Um, it does and it doesn't. I think that it's an extremely unique selling point. When you walk into Brown Thomas and you look at a floor-length faux fur coat and it says handmade in Ireland on the label, like that's extremely rare. Faux fur is a very difficult material to work with. People shy away from it. It's like you're trying to drag an animal through a sewing machine, quite literally. And if I die, it'll be from a hairball. So, like, it's just stressful work. And I think that I love that it's handmade in Ireland, of course. I'm, there are difficulties about it. Of course, maybe I could be making more sales if my label said made in China, but that's not really what I'm trying to do with my business. I love employing people here in Ireland. I love training them up. It's extremely fulfilling. It does something to my soul that it is kept here and that we have handmade in Ireland labels. So I'm sticking with it for now. Good on you. Good on you. I really admire you for, for uh, that. It's really fantastic to hear. Um, what about Rihanna? What's the story there? Will she be coming your way soon? Don't talk to me about Rihanna. She's been my most... I'm obsessed with her since I was a child. And I have tried every last angle. So 
yeah, let's not even talk about her. Maybe one day, but I don't know. Come on, Rihanna. We want to see this young Thank Irish you woman under your umbrella wearing our stuff one day. <laughs> Please, let's be having you. Anyway, it will happen. I'm listening to you. I like you. what you did there. I like what you did there. <laughs> Only a true fan will know what you just did. <laughs> I do like her, I have to say. But uh, I really like you too. This is the first time I've ever talked to you or whatever. And I'm hearing somebody who's really, really going places, may I say. In, in, your, in, your, in so. your work, in your work, what we're seeing and, and your output, and obviously these A-listers see it as well. Is this you? Is this an expression of what you are? Um. A bit bold. I like to. I don't. I like. I. I like to push boundaries. Um, I like to be honest. I'm extremely direct. A lot of what I post on social media, my parents tell me to take down, so I have them blocked off my stories. Every second post, they they're just happy with how I phrase something. But I feel like I am somewhat living proof that there are no rules. Like being stocked in the likes of Brand Thomas. The most, you know, extremely prestigious brand, but remaining yourself and remaining bold and doing what you want to do, it shows that there are no rules. Don't let anyone tell you what not to do or that you can't do it in a certain way. Just like be be yourself, and you can then be happy whilst you're kind of within your work. You know? Yes, yes. Um, oh, look, that's what mammies and daddies and parents are there for. I understand what you're saying there and I'm as guilty of it myself. But bear with it, bear with it. They have your back, young woman. You know that I think always. they have fake accounts to look at my story. <laughs> so they know anyway that I'm bold. They know. They I know love it, fake. I love it. I, I, interesting uh, point now. We're on the, the uh, run into Christmas for sure now. Well, by God, are we in the run into it from July be the looks of things. Don't get me started on that one. Anyway, um, but we are on the run into Christmas. I want to ask you this. With your work and what you design and what you turn out, is it a-seasonal or are you guided by the seasons? Like, surely at this stage, are you looking into spring, summer next year? Or how does it work for you? Yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's definitely, considering I'm just a small brand, I'm doing everything, not by myself. I have people, I have team members, but... I de- it, it, a seasonal would be the case. It's luxury. You have it for life. I love to create custom projects for celebrities. Getting a system in place to churn out a product when it is handmade in your own studio is very different, difficult. So we implement new products at a slow pace. Um, we're working on gilets at the minute, which are going very well, word of mouth and on commission. The hats we're churning out at a fast rate, handbag, earmuffs jackets, coats. I'm over here in London at the minute uh, doing a pop-up shop on Oxford Street um, under Urban Outfitters. And I have another pop-up in Shoreditch in December. So we have our systems in place for our main products. And then the likes of my coats and things like that are on commission. And then don't ask me about summer because I haven't got there yet. We're working day to day, okay? (laughs) Well, when you're so busy and in demand, and uh, isn't it just great? You're living the dream at this minute in time. I have to ask you about the brand name. Where did that come from, Rashid? And it's spelt in a very particular manner. So it's spelt with two H's and three I's, Rashid, because the one, the username on Instagram with one H and two I's was taken. And I sent him lots of messages and said, give me your username. And he didn't reply. So, and then the the, the, the nickname itself, I just, it's, it's a secret because it's not a very interesting story. So I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> I can't pry on that one. I leave you be. I'm not going to push you on that one for sure. Where can people look at your uh, your work and buy from you online, please? Tell them. 
at www.rashid.com or a s h h i i i d. That's also my Instagram handle, and my uh, website is in the bio. The most amount of information is kind of on my Instagram. You know, I yeah. document my life through stories, uh, where I am in pop up shops, we're all sewing the behind the scenes with my team. Um, so yeah, my story is kind of through social media for now, and um, yeah. You're a real dynamo. I feel it from London to LMFM Studios today. I get you. I feel you. I feel the energy. I'd say you sleep little, do you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, no, I never sleep. And that is something that I really want to work on. It's just, it's, it's all well and good being successful or living your dream, but you literally need to sleep. When I lie down in bed at night, I just want to press a button and I want it to be tomorrow already. Like, I just want to, I just lie in bed to be socially acceptable. I want it to be tomorrow. But that's not healthy. I, I need to sleep in order to continue to live my dream and be successful. So I think maybe I'll be looking into melatonin when I get home. But my mum says that's not the answer. <laughs> Look at it. You're young. You're full of energy. You're getting by. You will indeed. I have. I have to say, you've been a tonic today to talk to on my show. You really have. You've lifted my spirits. I'm sure you've lifted the spirits of the listeners as well. And I absolutely love, love, love what you do. And I'm not surprised the success that has come your way and will in the future. Good luck in London. Thank Good you. luck with everything you do. And Rihanna, you lifted my spirits. Ah, okay. Thank you so much. And Rihanna, we won't let you off the hook on this one. you got to do it. Yeah. This young woman is waiting to design for you. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Thank you so much. Not Bye. at all. Bye, Rachel. Bye. That's uh, Rachel Maguire there, a.k.a. Rashid. Check out our website. Isn't she just fantastic? I'm energised by her myself. Taylor Swift. And cruel summer on your late lunch this afternoon. Well, it's a cruel November for Louise because she took two minutes, 39 seconds to open a chopper lollipop. I'm, I'm having another, I'm a little sucker one here at the minute. Um, And I took 25 seconds, wasn't it? 25 seconds. 26, sorry, sorry. What's no, the, I said fix. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to lodge an objection. <clears throat> was, it, was it 25 seconds? It was 24 Point nine nine. Oh, well, just 25, under 25, 25, yeah. 25, 25, and you were 239. Yeah. But Louise, is, you see, she'll never let go. You see, <laughs> this is the thing about... I'm right, you got an no, easy no, one. No, 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 it's the thing about women. They'll never let go. <laughs> They'll ne- Women will never let go. They, she just wouldn't let it and say, well done, and I took... She came in here with another lollipop a minute <laughs> and ago. And could you open it? No. <laughs> no, but you know what? I, I swear she superglued it. Between herself and Fionn, they superglued it. Because look what they did with me on, on the purple snacks. They cheated. <laughs> they cheated. And, and tried to fool me that day. Fionn is still down there trying to open a chub chub. <laughs> it's, uh, that's 35 minutes later. No. Um, I swear you got an easy one in the packet. Well, look at, look at, some are lucky children of God, really? others are unlucky <laughs> children of God. That's the way it works. You know what I mean? What can I do about it? <laughs> <laughs> do the lottery on the way home. Louise. Yazzie. As they say in Frozen. I rest my case. I, no, I, as, as they say, it's coming to Christmas. As they say in Frozen, let it go. Let it go. Uh, let it go. All right, just let it go now. That's it. It's done and dusted. Done. Anyway, if you want to check out, we've just loaded up the little video there of me marvellously opening the chopper pop with expertise in 25 seconds with nothing to open it with and I didn't I did it genuinely but anyway maybe I got a little bit lucky I will concede that I'll concede that maybe I I can't believe it (laughs) 
I have this thing in my head that she'd be still trying to get it open even now. <laughs> ah, yes, there you go. These things happen. Did you see the story about the um, the space station? You know the space station that's in mm-hmm. orbit over our heads? It'll go over Ireland again tonight. The skies are clear. You'll see it. But they say just ahead of it, a few minutes, you'll see this other little bright light in the sky. Guess what it is? What? One of the astronauts was outside the space station last week doing a repair job and the kit that she was using drifted away. No way. Yeah. And it's now going round in an orbit in space <laughs> in front of the space station and they think it'll fall to Earth in a while and burn out as it's coming to Earth. So oh, that's all right. Imagine getting hit by a hammer you find, from that. If you, <laughs> if you find out a burnt out hammer in your back garden you could have something really <laughs> valuable. That's all I want to tell you. But watch out for it in the imagine, sky tonight. Imagine that in your epitaph. Yeah. Died after being hit by the spanner from orbit. Imagine, yeah, yeah, or if, what was, if you were sucking a lollipop up there and it, <laughs> <laughs> it drifted off, you never opened it then, were you? <laughs> oh my God, your late lunch on LMFM Radio News, weather and sport on the way. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear. And today it's... The number four from this very week in 1993. And when you look at this song, it actually had three iterations before it became a big chart hit because it has its genesis in Denmark and three different artists recorded it, the original artist and two more, before it came the way of Natalie Imbruglia. And when she picked it up, well she brought it to a different dimension altogether. It was a huge hit for her around the world and it rose to number two in the UK charts, but in this particular week, it sat at number four, just fallen back a bit at this stage, but again, just short of the top spot. It sold millions worldwide and she certainly put her stamp on it. Yes, from Denmark to Australia and up the charts. Our song today, number four, from 1993, this very week, is Natalie Imbruglia and Torn. I thought I saw a man born to life He was warm, he came around Like he was dignified Natalie Imbruglia and Torn are number four in our top five countdown from this very week in 1993. A massive hit for that. Just shows you, though, with songs, you know, three iterations, as I said beforehand, and it was her when she took it and put out her version that really caught the attention of people around the world. And it was one of the most... Uh, played songs on radio in the UK for a period of six weeks round about that time. There you go, dominated the airwaves. The annual Clean Coasts Ocean Hero Awards pay tribute to the exceptional contributions made by Clean Coast volunteers, groups and communities in safeguarding our coasts and marine life. And there's been a significant acknowledgement for Bettystown Tidy Towns because they've been shortlisted in the Tourism Special Recognition Award supported by Falcher Ireland. I'm joined on the line, I'm sure, by a very happy chairperson, Liam Keane. Liam, well done to you. Thank you very much, Jerry. We really appreciate that. Thank you. It's a, a 
communal effort and a big effort by uh, a lot, a lot of people. Um, what do you believe has contributed to your shortlisting here? Um, I think it's the whole engagement of the community. We're, um, we're a young group. We haven't been here very long. We were formed back in 2017. And we have engaged with the businesses and with the schools. And it's with their help that we have achieved, I suppose, this status. Um, we have, over the last year, we have 20 educational, coastal educational sessions involving businesses and schools. And that, like, it helps the, the local people to understand the importance of the beach, of maintaining it and keeping it. Um, it's, and I suppose it, it's, it's just their involvement, but there's the enthusiasm of the volunteers. We have a core group of about 30 volunteers. We meet every week um, right across the year. Um, the only weekends they get off is Christmas weekend. And other than that, every Saturday the volunteers are out and they're dedicated to maintaining um, the village and the beach and the dunes area. Because as a coastal village, we understand the importance of tourism to the businesses in our area. Mm. It's a circular economy. And if we can encourage more tourism, more footfall, that brings in more business. The businesses can employ more local people. And it's... It, the circle goes on. Yeah. So it's very important. Mm, no, it's, it's hugely important. And uh, I commend all of the volunteers and everybody that's contributed because, as I say, again, it has been a real team effort. And when you think about Betty Stern, like the development that's happened out there in the last decade or so, the numbers of people visiting the place, the popularity of the beach and everything else besides, it takes a lot to keep it in pristine uh, condition. Daily litter picks, you know, recycling facilities, that type of thing, all very important. Yeah, um, we have put in over 2,600 hours since January 1st to the end of last month. That's the amount of hours that's going into um, people coming out six days a week, maintaining the beach. And during the summer, we're out seven days a week. We always have a presence every day in the village, litter picking. Um, we have installed recycling facilities on the beach that we maintain and with the thanks to AES Board Namona, they take away this for us. Um, we also put in cigarette butt bins around the village at the entrance to the beach because they're one of the biggest uh, pieces of litter mm. right across the country on beaches or on streets. And they are detrimental to the water uh, system if they get into it. So it, it's those type of hours. Um, and we segregate the litter we collect as well. So we don't just bag it all up and throw it in the bin only to move it from an unofficial landfill to an official landfill. So we segregate out glass, cans and plastic. And again, that's all taken away by AES and they recycle that for us. Yeah. But um, it's the dedication of the local volunteers. They understand the importance of it. The schools are understands the, as well the importance of it. And it's good to integrate the 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 next generation, the youth, and we're I suppose, heavily involved with the local primary schools, the secondary schools, and with youth reach. But it's not just even on coastal. We also involve them in areas in the village like painting, planting bulbs, um, other works around the village. Mm. It's really and at the noticeable. moment we're running. Sorry, it is. It I is. think it is. Yeah. It has changed the, mm. the character of the village. Mm. Um, this year we um, put up on the streets images 
of the area so people can see this is what happens in the areas. We've 32 large images taken by a local photographer, uh, Dave Stanley, um, and these are uh, all advertised around the street so people can see it's, um, what goes on on the beach, what goes on in, on the sea. Um, we also are working on a mural at the moment to, you know, again, give more attention and focus to our area. And last year we installed a, the splash um, sculpture in, at the entrance to the village. And again, it's um, coastal themed of children playing at the beach. Mm. Um, so it, it, we do recognize the importance of uh, being a, a coastal village, how it, important it is to the local businesses and to the local... Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I say it again, it hasn't gone unnoticed. I have to say that even from a personal point of view and people you talk to as well, the impact is seen and felt and uh, that has to be acknowledged too. I see you're up against uh, Bull Island, Falcara, Rush Tidy Towns and Street of Clean uh, Streets. So they're the other shortlisted witcher cells for the Tourism Award and of course you're building on the, uh, the Green Flag awarded to you there in the spring of this year which was a fantastic achievement as well your first green flag listen I have to leave it there today I just wanted to acknowledge your success wish you well for the awards bring home the bacon Liam Thank you very much, Harry. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Not at all. Thank you for joining me on the show. That's Liam Keane there, chairperson of Bettystown Tidy Towns, doing a great job. Hats off to them. That's it on late lunch this afternoon. We're away to have another chupa chup lollipop and open it in record time. I'm not leaving it to Louise or I'll never get a suck for the rest of the evening. Anyway, Eddie Caffrey's on his way with the drive here on LMFM Radio. We are back with your late lunch tomorrow at half one, but we leave you today in the company of Mr. Lewis Capaldi. Days aching, nights are long, two years and still you're not gone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.